You're listening to the World Watch weekly podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back once again to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. I'm Jared, here with Andrew, and today uh, we're talking about a country that we've discussed before, and it's the nation of Eritrea. And Andrew, I always find that uh, the, the top few countries on the World Watch list, a lot of them are pretty well known in the news. North Korea, Afghanistan, we hear about a lot, uh, Libya, Pakistan, Somalia. Uh, but Eritrea is number six on the world watch list. And th- the first time we talked about it, I had to, to go to a map and remind myself actually where it was because it's just, it's not a country I hear about much, but it's a place where persecution is really significant. Eritrea is one of those countries that is grouped in with North Korea, Turkmenistan, uh, Iran as countries with severe human rights violations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's one of the reasons Eritrea ends up being number six. But today we, we want to talk a little bit about Eritrea. One of the, the reasons Eritrea is near the top of the list is a lot of Christians are arrested in the country for their faith in Jesus Christ. In May 2002, almost 20 years ago, uh, the government in Eritrea closed all religious groups outside of a, a, a few small ones, Sunni Islam, uh, and they allowed the Catholic and the uh, Lutheran and the Orthodox Church to remain open. But any other form of Christianity, any other form of religion is considered closed and not allowed and illegal in the country. And so since then, thousands of Christians have been accused of gathering illegally and have been arrested and imprisoned in the country's vast network of prisons. Yeah, one of the worst prisons in Eritrea is called Wongo Mamara, which is in Asmara, the Eritrean capital. And it's considered one of the cruelest interrogation centers, uh, certainly in that part of the world. Prisoners are taken there for solitary confinement, for interrogation and for torture. And it's the place where a lot of Christians are taken. And so we wanted to bring special attention to Eritrea today. And uh, and there's a few reasons why. Here's a quote from the Open Doors Director for Work in East Africa. They say this, The church in Eritrea remains in great need of prayer. The government still has the same ideology that drove them to clamp down on Christians. We have seen that the pressure has increased on the church in 2021. The pandemic offered an excuse for the government to be even more controlling than ever. And the church remains under intense surveillance and the situation has worsened since the outbreak of the war in Tigray. So what we're going to talk about today is a few specific names of pastors and other church leaders who have been arrested over the last 20 years or so uh, because our sources were able to provide some updates. Some of these updates don't have as many details as as we'd like, uh, but we want to remember them by name and pray for them. The first pastor we want to mention today is Haile Nagzi. He has been in prison for more than 17 years. When he was arrested, he was the leader of Eritrea's full gospel church. 
He was taken from his home in the early hours of May 23, 2004, and brought to Wangjel Memora, where he remains. He is believed to be in poor health. His wife and children fled the country in 2011 after they received credible information that the government wanted to arrest them as well. They have been granted asylum abroad. Let's uh, just take a moment and quickly pray for Pastor Haley and uh, his family. God, we lift up to you our brother today. We ask, God, that you would uh, strengthen him today in his health. God, may he know your uh, provision and your healing touch upon his body. Be with his family who have been separated from their husband and father for so long. God, we ask that you would bring comfort to them. And we ask that even in prison, that you would, that your name would be glorified through Pastor Haley's life. Amen. The next prisoner we're praying for is Kifu Gabrunskel, who was taken directly from his home in the capital, uh, also in uh, May 17 years ago. At the time, he was a leading figure in the Eritrean Full Gospel Church. Particularly, he was the founder and pastor of what was called Southwest Full Gospel Church, uh, and a member of the executive committee in the National Branch. His wife and four children uh, have not been allowed to visit him since his arrest in seven, 17 years ago. Two of his children uh, still remain in the country, two others live abroad, and Kiflu has recently been seen visiting the hospital under tight security, and it's suspected that he's developed stress-related hypertension and, and other ailments. So let's quickly pray for Kiflu Gabrowski. Jesus, we pray that you would be with uh, our brother Kiflu today. We pray that you would grant him peace in the midst of uh, this hardship. And as we understand he's going through these health concerns, Lord, I pray that you would be with him and that you would grant his body healing despite the terrible conditions and the, the things that are afflicting his body. Lord, I pray for his wife and children uh, who have not been allowed to visit him for 17 years. We pray that they would also be granted peace and that you would continue to work in their lives, Lord, that they would uh, continue to follow you and trust you despite the horrible things that have happened to their husband and father. So be with this family today, we pray, and grant Kiflu freedom. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Milian Gebrasilasi, I was arrested on June 3rd, 2004, five days after visiting another pastor's home. That pastor has actually since uh, was also arrested, but has since been released and granted asylum. Pastor Millian was taken to the second police station where he was held for about two months before being relocated to Wangel Marmara, where he is held to this day. Pastor Millian is also a qualified doctor, and he worked at, uh, his, at the hospital near his home, and he was a pastor of a, a church as well. And so let's pray for Pastor Millian today. Father God, we lift up our brother today. God, we ask that uh, after so many years in prison, God, we ask that you would continue to sustain him. Uh, may hope grow in his heart. God, the hope of Jesus Christ. God, and may that hope spill out from his life into the life of those around him. God, and may he be an example of Jesus Christ even in prison. God, we ask for strength and for health for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Futsun Gibrenigas is a church leader who was arrested in 2004 for allegedly being involved in a Christian renewal movement in Eritrea. 
since that arrest, 17 years ago, his wife has passed away. He does have one child who still lives in the country. Now his child was very young when Fritzen was taken into custody. And now with the loss of both his parents, the son is reportedly struggling with mental health issues. So we're going to pray for Futsum and for his son. Lord, be with uh, Futsum Gabrenegas, who has been arrested 17 years ago, uh, and who we don't have uh, much of an update on, but we pray that you would grant him wisdom and peace and encouragement in the midst of his imprisonment. Be with his son, who's lost both of his parents, Lord, and is now struggling with mental health. Lord, I pray that you would uh, work in this son's life and that he would feel healthy and well and that uh, perhaps through your grace and mercy that Futsum and his son would be reunited soon. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Gebrebedin Gebregiorsis is an expert theologian and church leader who was also arrested in November of 2004, a, a similar time to Futsum, for also allegedly being involved in a renewal movement within the Orthodox Church. He is the father of six adult children, most of who remain in Eritrea. Let's pray for our brother today. God, we lift up our, our brother today. God, we thank you for uh, his desire to know you, his desire to make you known. God, we ask that you would strengthen him today. We ask, God, that he would sense your presence with him today. God, we pray for his children. God, we don't know where they stand in their faith with having lost their father for so long, but I pray that their father's example of faithfulness to Jesus Christ would only strengthen their faith and encourage them to be fully devoted followers of Jesus. We ask, God, that you would work in this situation. Amen. Teklia Megisiab is, uh, was a physician as well as a church leader who was also arrested as part of that uh, involvement in the Christian renewal movement in November of 2004. Now, his family has since been able to find asylum abroad, but the last report we have says that he's suffering from severe damage to his eyes, though the reason behind that we're not totally sure of. So we'll pray for Tekliab. Lord, be with your son Tekliab, uh, Mengistiab, who has been suffering from damage to his eyes and has been separated from his family for so long. Somehow today you would grant him encouragement in whatever way he needs the most. Would you be with his family who's found asylum abroad? Give them peace without their husband and father. Lord, we pray for a reuniting of that family someday soon. Lord, I pray that there would be freedom and healing uh, and that he would be able to be back with his family soon. In Jesus' name, amen. Kadein Weldu is a senior pastor of the Full Gospel Church and was a leader in the church for many years. Uh, he was also a member of Gideon's International in Eritrea. His wife and daughters remain in Eritrea. Uh, in 2005, Pastor Weldu disappeared. When his vehicle was found abandoned, his family assumed that he had been arrested. Like all the other families, his wife and children have no access to him. But sources say he has been seen at an eye clinic, and it is suspected that he has his eyes have been damaged uh, over the years. And so let's uh, let's pray for Pastor Weldu today. Father God, we lift up to you our brother. God, we ask God that your healing touch would be upon his eyes. Father God, that he would know uh, just 
just from your healing touch upon his eyes would be a fresh reminder of your presence with him, God, that you have never left him, that you have never forsaken him, and that you are with him. God, we ask that you would strengthen his family today. May you protect them, and may they know your peace uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. Abune Antonios is 94 years old now, and at the time of his arrest, he was a senior church leader in the community. He was stripped of his community titles in 2007 and placed under house arrest, where he has remained ever since. So that's 14 years of house arrest for a man who at the time would have been 80 years old. As you can imagine, he's now in very poor health, and he remains in a neighborhood in the nation's capital. Lord, I pray that you would grant him good health in these years. I pray that you would see fit to have him be freed and allow him to connect with whatever family he has uh, nearby. Lord, would you bless and encourage him today as he remains under house arrest in your name. Amen. Amen. Just before we end the podcast today, we do want to share one other name. Having heard all these names, it can be very discouraging. You know, these most of these people we've mentioned have been in prison for more than 15 years. And it can be like, well, why, like, what difference is our prayer making? Well, this is why we share the story of Reverend Ogma Michael Tekelem Hamino. Uh, he is the senior pastor of the Full Gospel Church, but was arrested for participating in a, in a wedding ceremony on January 9th, 2005. He was subjected to 10 months of solitary confinement and hard labor at Sawa Military Camp as punishment. After that hard labor, he was held in prison for six years and then released, then re-arrested after six months when a fleeing church member who was being monitored by authorities called him. He was then released again in June 2018 in very poor health, but is said to have made good recovery. These situations are very difficult, and yet we know that God can work. We know that God could bring release to these prisoners and and we also know that God may choose not to do that but in all of it we pray that God would be glorified so let's pray for Reverend Ogma Michael today Father God we lift up our brother today God we thank you for this report that uh, he has been making a good recovery that his health is getting better that uh, that he has been released and uh, God we ask that you would strengthen him and encourage him God, may he know your presence and peace with him today. God, we ask that you would that you would be glorified in his life and, and through his life, God, in the same way that we ask for everyone we prayed for today, God, that your name would be glorified. God, we ask that, that these prisoners would be released, but we also ask that while they're in prison, God, that, that your name would would be preached and shared with other prisoners and with jailers and and everyone that they come in contact with. God, we ask that you would continue to work in the country of Eritrea, and we ask that your presence would be made known to many there who are far from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today's episode was a little bit different, but hopefully you can remember these names, as difficult as some of them are. Uh, Remember them in your prayers, these people who have been subjected to prison and labor and solitary confinement just because they choose to follow Jesus. It's a reality in Eritrea that is all too common, but we continue to pray that the nation will see change and that human rights will be recognized and that 
conflict will end uh, and that we will see change for our brothers and sisters there. If you would like a list of all of these names so that you can be praying for them, you can find them on our uh, Instagram account at Open Doors Canada or on our Discord in which we will put them there so that you can be praying for each and every one of them. We'd love for you to join our Discord. The link is in the description of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find more ways to pray for your persecuted family on our website at opendoorscanada.org or follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada.